today there's a surprise awaiting it when I got here. Uh, of course, I've been bombarded with the collaboration between Justin Bieber and Tim Hortons, two famous Canadian brands. Yes. Mr. Bieber and Mr. Horton. For those that don't know, Tim Horton, famous hockey player, turned coffee shop tycoon. Yes. Um, but, like, I mean, just Canada famous. We're talking... Uh, we're talking coffee and donuts. But now, obviously, they got a lot of other stuff going on, too. I mean, they're in the States, too, right? Yeah, the northern part, northern states... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hunt down a maple dip donut. That's a, your jam? On a rainy day, I'll hunt one down. But, you know, I've been actually kind of upset about that, that the uh, maple products are not at all locations. You got to go only to certain locations. I don't know if you noticed this, but... It's because of the shortage. It's a maple shortage. And yeah. they don't want to raise the price on the maple, so they just say, ah, oh, we don't carry at this location. I'm like, what, what type of Tim Hortons are you? But anyway... They want to get in on the big collab thing that's going on with all types of celebrities in 2021, which is you take a food brand and then you grab a celebrity and you get them to sort of create their own meal or whatever. That's what McDonald's was doing. Actually, this collab is kind of cooler because the concoction are custom flavors of Timbits, which are little donuts mm -hmm. that did, don't exist if it isn't for Bieber. Like that's kind of cool that it's a whole new flavor. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just a combination of, because you know, like the BTS meal or Sweetie or Cactus Jack, it, it was just what they get when they're there. But yeah. it was items that are already on the menu. Yes, maybe with the exception of the one, the one sauce that the BTS meal had. Was it the uh, the Cajun one? Actually, I think it was the other one. The other one. I think it was the mustard kind of style one. Okay, which they which wasn't exclusive it just wasn't in this market it was in korea yes and then they just got it over here the oh yeah it was the cajun you're right you're right the sweet chili was uh the already there yeah, yeah 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 you're right you were right will it was the cajun good a anyway anyway I'm glad. anyway 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 <laughs> this time they came together and justin bieber and, and tim hortons did the tim biebs and they came up with their own custom flavors and uh willie do picked up the box, limited edition box. And I don't know. I feel like just to kick it off today, we'll do a quick taste test. I don't know. Is that crazy? No, not at all. All right. So do you know these flavors just before I dig in here? The official name of this flavor? Or uh, there's more than one. It looks like I got two flavors in here. <laughs> Isn't there supposed to be three? Uh, there's supposed to be four. Okay. Well, it looks like I got two. I'm going to start. I with think they were selling out. Okay. This, probably why. this looks to me like the birthday cake. What are you yelling about? <laughs> what are you yelling about? This looks like the birthday cake waffle, I believe, is the exclusive on this. Uh, yeah. Or is it, am I right about that? Birthday cake waffle. Okay, I don't think I have sour cream chocolate chip, which is another flavor. And then there's chocolate white fudge, which I also have in here. So let, let me do the birthday cake waffle first. Mm-hmm. Now, birthday cake is already a flavor. Mm-hmm. And Otis wants some. Mm hmm It's <laughs> just like, hey. I don't taste too much waffle. No, eh? Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Mm. It tastes a lot like a birthday cake. Maybe maybe it's like a little bit more dough to it. Sure. Um, but if you ever had a Tim Hortons birthday cake, Timbit, then 
That's pretty much what it tastes like. Mm -hmm. Now, I got one more in here. I guess they're sold out of the the last, uh, the chocolate chip one. But this one is called chocolate fudge. Chocolate white fudge. Riveting. Mm. I guess you can also get um, some swag as well. They have some, I think, uh, a hoodie and a fanny pack. And a bag, apparently. I mean, that's a good timbit. Three hundred dollars, great. <laughs> They're selling. I'm still mostly just tasting chocolate. Yeah, it's out of control. Well, they're on eBay now. It's three hundred bucks because they had the merch to go with it. There's yeah. a fanny pack and a hat. That all sold out. People are even selling these boxes on eBay. Oh yeah, that's not surprising. Just the used box. So Bieber still got it. He's got the fan base going. He hooked up with the legendary Tim Hortons brand. Mm -hmm. And uh, you put an X in there, and things get out of control. But anyway, that's not that's not our top story today. That's just a little sidetrack. I just want to eat two donuts. That's all I want. Yeah, okay. Let's get on with the show. Apple tells suppliers iPhone demand has slowed as holidays near. That's your main story? I thought that's you were, not the main story. I thought Hold you on. were doing something else. Hold on here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Transparent AirPods, because you told me about it before we started. I, I did, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is interesting. It looks pretty cool. I want you to show it to me. So, transparent headphones is like <laughs> all, all the rage all of a sudden. It's not, I had obviously the uh, nothing earbuds, and then LG recently sent me some earbuds that were also transparent. Mm. And then I was like, wait a second, is this a whole new, are we going to have transparent everything? I don't mind it. Maybe we will. This is a cool look. Maybe that's the thing uh, of the future is transparent gadgets. Anyway, transparent AirPods are something that's sort of been, uh, what, what would you call this, like imagined in mm -hmm. this? Uh, is that a render? What do we got here? And they think it's all glass, but it can't be glass, right? To actually mold something like this? Yeah, it's got to be plastic. I mean, maybe it's possible, but you you It would have, be really cool, though. How can it not be brutal? It has to be a glass yeah. hybrid. It would have to be... Yeah. A corning product. Sure. And I don't know if they can even make all these curves, but it's interesting the part they kept white right on the ear tip portion. And it also, it looks like the old AirPod design rather than the new one. Mm -hmm. This is a photo uh, from Julio Zampetti on Twitter. Transparent AirPods and Apple charger that they were made by him as prototypes, which he shared to the world. So he actually physically made these things. Mm -hmm. They're not renders at all. And not only the earbuds, but the case as well. These are not renders at all. Or the, the Apple charger, actually. He made these things. Yeah. These are not, oh man, 29 watt Apple charger prototype. These are cool. Now, Apple has done transparent things in the past. I'm thinking like G3 era. When uh, it was translucent? You had translucent. I think you might have had transparent as well, no? The G3. Did you ever have transparent? Try, type transparent Mac. We we definitely had translucent. You could like sort of see through it. I'm just curious if I'm uh, crazy here. If there was any transparent Apple product in the past, since we're on the topic. What did you search here? Oh, this, is too, this is too early for you, Willie Do over here. Yeah. Shooting at this time. <laughs> you get PNGs. Yeah. That's nice. I think you need like tra uh, transparent. Was it a G three type transparent iMac or whatever? Um, well, that was translucent. You're right. Maybe maybe there wasn't a transparent product. I'm trying. Was there a mouse? Uh, 
There, that one. Yeah, it was transparent. It was actually a monitor, if I recall correctly. Oh, this wasn't a G3. There was no, like, computer inside. It was just a monitor. I think they had a transparent monitor, and actually that does look like a transparent... That looks like a full system there. So, anyway, they had transparent, they had translucent. I think I actually wanted the transparent CRT monitor that they had at the time. It was the coolest looking thing. You could see the whole interior. Anyway. That's dope. That's really cool. So it's not something that they that they have uh, zero experience with, but it's just a really long time ago, and it's not really a part of their current design language. So even though over here we have this actually a, a whole prototype from somebody that thought it would be interesting to do, I'm not certain that we're gonna have we're gonna see it in an Apple product anytime soon. No, but Apple should look into it. Look if into it if they're looking into transparency. In terms of just ecosystem and transparent earbuds. Right, you know? right. <laughs> We're the most transparent, privacy-focused. Exactly. Nothing to hide. Your your uh, AirPods should be... It's not going to happen. Okay. It's not gonna, I apologize. Apple tells suppliers iPhone demand has slowed as holidays near. Is this a... It's not even a German. Even though it's on Bloomberg, it's not even a German. It's a Debbie Wu. It's a Takashi Mochizuki. And it's a Giles Turner. That wrote yeah. the article. It's a party. No German in sight. They're like, we'll show you, Mark. Yeah. They work Three in the on same, one. They work Let's in the same place. It. You know what yeah, I mean? They're yeah. standing around. They're sipping their coffee. Like, we're going to show Mark on this one. We're about to drop the Apple story. Yeah. Pent up orders may not be as strong as once expected. Consumers are grappling with inflation and new COVID threats. I don't know. Is that right? Mm. See these phones everywhere. Suffering from a global supply crunch. It's now confronting a different problem. Slowing demand. The company has told its component suppliers that demand for the iPhone 13 lineup has weakened. People familiar with the matter said. People familiar with the matter said. Signaling that some consumers have decided against trying to get the hard-to-find item. Already, Apple has cut its iPhone 13 production goal for this year by as many as 10 million units, down from a target of 90 million because of a lack of parts. Well, there's the... Yeah, see, that's the tough part. Is like, is does some of this have to do with just the shortage versus demand? Is it that the you know you 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 shut things down, slow things down strictly because of demand, or because you can't get enough units out there? Although I don't know, maybe I haven't been following it closely enough. I feel like if you want an iPhone 13 of any kind, you can go get it right now, right? I think so. Like yeah. without a delay. So it's interesting. The company is still on track for a record holiday season anyway, with analysts projecting a sales increase of six percent. Maybe to sell more laptops or iPads or whatever they do have. Mm -hmm. Look, this is just one of those reports, people familiar with the matter. We gobble it up. The Bloomberg types, the investor types, they want to know uh, what the future looks like for Apple, big, small, or otherwise, obviously not going anywhere. Uh, what do you think, as far as the 13 series is concerned? Uh, you've been using it for a little while. Is this like a must-upgrade thing? Has your life altered for the better? You were using a Galaxy S20. Um, so I was talking to Kirk, um, like a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. and he like the main reason why i switched was the um 120 hertz fast refresh 120 hertz <laughs> sure um coming from like even the s20 they had fast refresh rate yeah but when i was talking to kirk he said that it doesn't really matter for him he switched from the mini to the iphone 13 pro yeah the white one and he said it like after a while, like the refresh rate didn't really matter. 
Um, I would probably stick with the 12. Okay, so hang on a second. You're saying that the refresh rate doesn't matter as well, or you're saying Kirk I don't said so. that? I don't think so either. You don't think so either? I trust his opinion. Well, I'm just I think over, overall, <laughs> like, like, I just, thought it would be a I'm big like, deal, but it apparently is not. And I'll give it a shot. I'll switch back to like a 12 or something. Right. See. No, but uh, there's been, also been talk that the implementation that Apple used as opposed to locking it at a high refresh, but instead having this dynamic approach to it, which yes. other manufacturers are doing as well uh, for uh, preserving battery life. Yes. That maybe the effect is not as substantial. And if you even, and this is not a test that I've done, but if you to hold it next to uh, a, a device that has a, has a locked refresh of 120, that you might notice the difference. At least mm. some people were making those claims. So comparing the new iPhone to the 60 hertz iPhone may be less of a gap than to some sure. other 120 hertz phone which is has this really fluid or snappy thing going on which is locked for example in my in my experience like I was playing with the uh, the new iPad mini recently and I immediately was like oh this is 60 hertz like immediately yes. because I do have other iPad pros that are 120 and obviously I have phones that are such so I don't know this is a very personal thing this this yeah. thing if you notice that and how much it bothers you or how much you appreciate a faster refresh and how much you would uh <laughs> you know, get used to it as well. Like if you were to switch back. Well, you'll get used to anything. Yeah. Right. Like we, yeah. we, we all used 60 Hertz phones forever and mm -hmm. we lived our lives. And I we, guess in my opinion, I thought it was a really big deal. Right. Like the high refresh rate, but you know, based on Kirk's example, it's, it doesn't seem like a big deal for him. Right. But you would have to go now and use, cause it's been probably what? four years since you've used anything other than 120 hertz capable display so see that's the problem yeah is that you'd have to uh make that transition and definitely in the side by side it is noticeable yeah. but it is it's a personal preference thing i move back I and mean, i just throw up you mean you could just <laughs> as easily say like uh, some other development in the camera department doesn't matter to you or you could go and say improved battery life is sure. not really that big of a deal like you could pick and choose whichever component is less or more important to you, which is going to be very unique to the individual. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Apple would have you believe that everything is a big deal all the time. When yes. they do a presentation, they say this is the biggest deal ever. I think one thing a lot of people were talking about was battery life, actually. Battery life, Well, right. because battery life is less of a personal preference. Everybody wants more of it. There's mm -hmm. very few people like, that's too much battery life. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Shrink that's, it down. They'll take it. Yeah. Qualcomm's new always-on smartphone camera is a privacy nightmare. Next year's Android smartphones will be watching you. Always on. What mm -hmm. advantage is that? Like, what? How do they? What do they state? Like, somehow, uh, it's going to be more responsive. It's going to be more capable. So it is uh, actually about privacy. The fact that um, since it's always on, it could detect right when you look away, or it can't detect your face then it would just be locked. Mm. Or if someone was beside you, uh, it would lock itself. Use the privacy discussion in order mm. to invade your privacy. Yes. So Whoa. if it's a double negative, then it's Well, positive, I think that's, right? that's probably what they're all doing. <laughs> yeah. Probably what they're all doing. They're like, they're like, we are the ones that care more about your privacy than anyone else. So go ahead and share everything with us, please. Yeah. 
And then you, we want to know everything about you yeah. because we care very much about your privacy. Yeah, it's always a privacy. It's like, hmm. it's like, wow, you really seem to care a lot about that. You, you really seem to want all my data in one place. Yeah, why are you whispering too? <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice of you. Um, this article, I think, was written pretty well. They kind of argued both sides of it. Mm. Um, although in this article, it doesn't state whether... Um, it's going to be stored locally, all that data. Mm. So obviously there's a concern there. Cars are starting to do this too with the autopilot stuff. They look mm -hmm. at your eyes like, are you still there? Are you still watching? Mm -hmm. Depending on who, on who you are, the statement can be exciting or terrifying. For Qualcomm, it thinks this new feature will enable new use cases, like being able to wake and unlock your phone without having to pick it up or having it instantly lock when it no longer sees your face. Right. Qualcomm's main pitch for this feature is for unlocking your phone anytime you glance at it, even if it's just sitting on the table or propped up on a stand, or I guess in the car maybe, on the car mount. Mm -hmm. You don't need to pick it up or tap the screen or say a voice command. It just unlocks when it sees your face. I mean, listen, man. Oh, here you go. When you're doing a cooking recipe and you need the next steps and you don't want to touch it, yeah, <laughs> convenience. Sure. Uh, convenience versus privacy, the age-old... Mm -hmm discussion you put 17 locks on your door well it takes you a while to get in your house doesn't it exactly yeah but it's super private this of course is all coming out of this snapdragon tech summit 2021 where do they all go they go to hawaii or something i keep seeing people post is it hawaii anyway they have a great time in the sun and they talk about snapdragon stuff hold on i want to see is it really hawaii i'm i, I don't know is you, <laughs> you typed S. You typed SP Tech Summit. Oh, that's not gonna work. S, uh, whatever. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. Oh wow, is it? Yeah, Hawaii? yeah. Wow. They, they go to Hawaii, and that's how they get people to go because they're like, "Yo, yeah, you're going great. to you're going to Hawaii," and they talk about all their new products, and then people post about their new products, and it's all very beautiful and wonderful. Well, everybody gets something out of it. Mm -hmm. Alexa can now tell if you tell you if your washing machine stops or water is running out hmm. that's weird it's a funny little update i thought it would be like interesting it can tell if your washing machine stops or water is running out running why why would i why would i want to know if my washing is that a thing that happens uh yeah yeah it would just remind you but why would my washing machine stop? Oh, because I want to know when it's done? Yeah, when the cycle's done and then you can just load it. Okay, so that, I, I feel like that one's not super important. I think the water running is more important. But it's not that important. What, I guess, what water would be running? Like your sink. And then it would automatically Do you leave your sink running? Sometimes. Hmm. Uh, you know, I find it useful. Or like uh, <laughs> my sister, uh, she had a house that literally had a flood and uh somebody left the tap running no the toilet exploded oh okay <laughs> so i feel like if you know she had this kind of Whoa. technology it would sense the water running and also uh detecting that no one's there that uh okay it would so, just kind of notify yeah so if the detection is on like where would the detection be installed because you have like flood sensors for example yeah. That are at the floor level. And if yeah. any water hits the floor, you get the notification. Yeah. I'm this would be on Alexa, the speaker. Right, but where's the sensor? Oh, it would be automatically listening. 
to oh, certain frequencies audio. of water. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool tech. Yeah. Amazon introduced a feature that allowed Alexa to hear certain types of sounds. It's now called custom sound detection. Speaking of spying on you. Exactly. It's like yeah. listening for every... Excuse me, your shower's still on. You're like, yeah, I like to take a long shower. Leave me alone. Excuse me. Order more. Your house is in trouble. Shampoo. We'll be shutting down that shower soon. I'm just starting to enjoy this shower right now. No, no. Leave me alone. Water running and appliance beeping. Okay, cool. Well, that's a key factor is how it's doing. You don't need any external mm -hmm. sensors or anything. I thought it was going to be smart sensors that were tapped into the Alexa ecosystem. Oh, no, no. You don't even need that. Um, what does it use? Inaudible ultra ultrasound wave to detect if there are people in the room. With the new routines, you can use Alexa to turn on the lights when motion is detected near the device, for instance, or lower the thermostat when no motion is detected. Uh, damn. Uh, that's cool, man. I don't sound. know. Sound. Yeah, I mean, you can tell a lot from sound if you're paying attention. You could tell a lot from sound. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to help me in my basement when, like, Recently, I had this water treatment thing that was dealing with some of the minerals. It was like mm -hmm. treating some of the minerals in the water, and it just exploded in the basement. Well, the, yeah, the echo dot won't help you. I'm like, is it going to hear the even if it heard the, the 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 explosion? I got too much water already, and I'm dead either way. So, yeah, but but yeah, it's not bad. Jack Dorsey Square is changing its name to Block. Oh, he yeah, the crypto man, Mister Mister. Uh, Mr. Bitcoin. Mr. Beard. We, I don't even think we talked about him stepping down from Twitter uh, on this show. No, we didn't. We didn't even talk about that. Because it happened, I think, during the weekend. Well, anyway, he bounced from Twitter. He obviously really loves crypto, specifically uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. And the Cash App stuff going on. Jay-Z friendship, Tidal. Tidal, yep. The parent company of Cash App and Tidal is now known as Block. So you change your name from Square to Block. Because uh, Square is also the payments processing company. Yeah, it's a bit confusing because um, to me, I read it as Block as the parent company because it owns or it's going to add like Cash App, Title, and this other company, which I think is like a decentralized exchange. TBD 54566975. That's all businesses in the post apocalyptic future. Exactly, yeah. Uh, a financial services company co-founded. I was just wondering if Block was the parent and Square would still exist, but it looks like Square. I feel like Square is going to change its name as well. Yeah, Square becomes Block, and then Block has all these companies underneath it, including Square Crypto. So Block says that there will be no organizational changes as a result of the new name, though the company's Square Crypto Initiative is being rebranded to Spiral. So they're just get, trying to rid the world of the word Square completely. The new Block name is expected to legally go into effect on or about December 10th. Its ticker symbol, SQ, will not change at this time. Oh, that's interesting. Play the little video here. Ooh, NFT, NFT yes. styles. Very bright. NFT-like. Well, Vibrant. listen, you know, what's the difference between a square and a block or a cube? What's the difference? Well, um, nothing really. Well, yeah. Jack Dorsey owns all of it. Well, no, I'm <laughs> saying one is flat and the other is three-dimensional. Sure. So as you continue to do more comprehensive things and the world continues to become blockchain-based and all this metaverse chatter, 
-hmm. you got to be 3D. You can't be 2D. And so you go square to block as a signal that you're fully resolved. Then what's next? Cube? No, no. Cuboid? Block and cube is the same shit. I guess. No, I okay, mean, so but block, but block acts as an indi- a crypto indicator because the terminology, right? Blockchain stuff. Right. I noticed um, they called it blocks as like the Twitter handle. Oh, that's weird. They they couldn't get block. Even apparently. though the, that's why uh, he stepped uh, down. That's yeah. why he stepped down. That's actually what happened. Enough. He he was gonna stick on with the company and remain, but he was like, hey, I gotta. He, he, he did, did like, he DM'd some people. He's like, I got to get this block handle because I'm trying to change my other company name. And they're yeah. like, you know what? Screw off. We don't have to do that for you. You think because you're the CEO, you can just steal usernames? It's like, all right, fine. We'll go with blocks. And then he goes, and then he goes, no, no. Then he goes, fine. Yeah. Blocks it is, but I'm resigning. And I'm going to write a letter to everybody. Oh, okay. Okay. Because you want to you play hardball? Let's do it. <laughs> Redesigning. I want to know who has block then. So this guy has block here. Uh. Who has block? You can't even get him anymore. No, it shows up right here. Can't get block guy. Yeah, it's block. Something yeah. to do with like workout equipment. Oh, that is That's wild. Uh, this is like your whole life story, Will, with your yeah, Twitter handle. Oh, it's yeah. like your whole life story. You're, I know. You're I so want angry it so bad it. and yet uh, can't get it. The more you want it, the less likely you are to get it. Yeah. Exactly. That's the way it goes with this Twitter stuff. Yeah, so it's blocks. At blocks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Strange. Weird. Yeah, the CEO couldn't get it. Yeah. Google turns your Pixel 6 and Galaxy S21 into digital car keys. Hey, Google, unlock my Beamer. Uh, BMW always embracing these things. I remember... Holy, holy, you're fired up today, aren't you? Sheesh. Anyway, um, I remember during the Apple event, that was the vehicle that they, they used to showcase their unlock from the phone. To Apple the car. event? Yeah, Apple did that previously. Oh, okay. Like it was a while ago. Okay. Anyway, now Google is rolling out digital car key support available on Pixel 6 and S21 devices. Select BMW cars are the compatible car models. And it's uh, the new cars. So this is like, oh man, it's hard to actually get a car, but also to be, uh, get a BMW car to work with these phones. Um, and, uh, to be honest, I feel like this is cool technology, but they need to make it more accessible. Because it only works with BMW and the new models right, right now. So hopefully this Well, it's could, just early, Will. Yeah. It's just it, early. It's I mean, early. got to start it's somewhere. Early. And presumably this is a feature that eventually people are going to demand at some point. It's a very convenient feature. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience with the Model S and the ease of not carrying a key but instead having your phone take care of everything it seems obvious that this is where things would go but you do wonder about implementation from different brands and platforms and security Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously this is a it's a giant metal uh, object which gets you from a to b and you really rely on it and so it has to be robust and reliable so you almost kind of want smaller rollouts in the beginning yes so that uh, some of that stuff can be worked out before absolutely everyone is relying on their phones to unlock their cars. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, if Tesla's any indication of how it will work elsewhere, it so far so good. Like as far as far as my experience goes, it seems like a relatively simple thing to figure out. Yeah, and that's the future, right? You don't want to 
be holding a key. What makes a digital car key support interesting is that thanks to the embedded UWB chip in the Pixel 6 Pro, you won't even have to take your phone out of your pocket. Once your phone is in the proximity of your car, it will un it'll automatically unlock. So yeah, man, that's sick. Would it be enough to push you in the direction of a certain vehicle? Like, let's say it was a, either you had two vehicles you were considering and one of them had this feature and the other one didn't. Would it sway you if they were somewhat comparable? No. Or I don't think it makes a huge difference. It doesn't matter to It does to you. make a difference, though. Yeah. All right. Will he do? What about you? Uh, I noticed that today you're anti-tech. You're like, who needs 120 hertz? You're like, I don't need to unlock my car. You're, I rode in here in a horse and buggy today. Yeah. You're anti-tech today. Jalopy. You're anti-tech. Yeah. Oh, I saw this one. Tesla introduces a cyber quad for kids with a 15-mile range. I was very upset that, well, two things. I couldn't order it. It was U.S. only, so I would have ordered it. But also, number two, that it's not the full-fledged cyber quad this says it's for children aged eight or older and it goes 10 miles per hour and i know adults are going to ride around rip around on it but what we really want is the cyber quad they sh that we've seen mm -hmm. with the cyber truck and i don't know when when you can order that this is a reduced scale replica of the cyber truck sidekick and you know something i noticed is uh, tesla or elon they're they're uh, trying to sell these kind of merchy merchy products because i did order the whistle Yes. Which was this $50. He kind of, Elon kind of goofed on the Apple cloth and then put out this whistle. He's like, forget about the cloth. Get our whistle. It's a $50 whistle. It's obviously goofy. And if I didn't have this YouTube channel and I wasn't going to goof around and play with it, I wouldn't pay 50 for it, to be clear. Yeah. Like, it's I'm not, made out of steel, though, right? No, I like the shape of yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice, cool. It's a nice it object. Cool. But to, to be clear, there's a lot of things you... I think people, sometimes people misinterpret what you do in this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like, since you're constantly making videos, you're justifying all these weird instantaneous purchases because you're like, well, I'm going to look at it and talk about it. It's mm -hmm. going to become some form of content. And then people can look at that and say, oh, he really loves spending money on this wild, weird stuff. But in reality, it's like, hey, full transparency, if I couldn't make a video and examine it, it you know, it's not an instant buy for me. Yeah. I would be far more considerate just as you are at home. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, this is cool. I know a lot of kids, my kids would want something like this. It's uh, not not the quickest thing in the world, 10 miles per hour. I mean, we have those little scooters that are around here that are 25, you know, 10 miles an hour. It's like a Power Wheels, maybe a little faster. Yeah. I almost feel like there's going to be people that's just going to tweak the hell out of it and just make it super quick add some oh, crazier sure wheels gonna, yeah yeah for sure that's gonna happen they're gonna boost it up they're gonna take the governor rip the governor right off there and break the law very cool though no absolutely yeah it's, i mean if i gotta have a power wheels then that's the power wheels that i want mm -hmm. mercedes-benz unveils wild new rugged but luxurious off-road electric vehicle concept oh this is the virgil thing yes collaboration with the great designer is that actually off-road capable? I mean, the wheelbase looks uh, way too long. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Okay. So this is a render? No, it is. I think it's real here. That's a photo or a render? Hold on here. Let me see. Hold your horses there. Well, that's real. I mean, they real. displayed it. That's real. But I'm just saying on the side of the cliff, whether or not that's a real photo. Anyway, it doesn't, whatever. It's very cool looking. Mercedes-Benz has unveiled a wild, new, luxurious off-road electric vehicle concept project. Maybach, Maybach, 
Ablo, artistic director at Louis Vuitton, passed away last weekend. Mercedes-Benz says that he collaborated with Daimler chief designer Gordon Wagner on the new concept vehicle, and the company's unveiling it at Rubel Museum in his honor. Uh, here are a few pictures of the concept vehicle. So it would be an electric vehicle. Oh, look at the interior. The interior is really nice. Whoa. What is it, like one seat and a bed, or they can both lay flat, I guess? Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, obviously, this thing is amazing. Look how long it is, though. See, yeah. that, that's the thing. Wheelbase, when it comes to off-roading wheel, you want a short wheelbase. Oh, okay. Not, not a long one, because you're going to get stuck. You're going to get hung up. Either way, I mean, you're still going to do more than you're going to do in a, in a regular Maybach. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is this Maybach. is good. What's that? Is it Maybach or Maybach? No, it's actually my, it's actually my Bach, but is it really? Well, it's a German, it's a German thing. Oh, okay. I mean, do whatever you want. All right. Well, no, yeah. I, it's up to you, man. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It's not very strict. Like, you know, you gotta. We we just make noises with our mouths, and yeah, we do it in different countries, and we do it in different ways. And Maybach, my Maybach, Maybach. Yeah, big, it's always a good time. Big Bach, big block, square block. I like Big Macs. Chalk. 10 bits. Chocolate waffle. Actually, yeah, let me have one more of those. The chocolate one's better, by the way. If you okay. have to choose between the birthday cake, I think, I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I don't know. All right. Still got to try that last one. They only gave us two, man. They keep running out of these I things. know, yeah. Bieber's selling, selling out. out. Man, Bieber's on fire.